Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now. We're joined by ABC News tech reporter Mike Debusky. And, uh, Mike, it seems as if AI really came to prominence last year, and it's going to be even more so this year as there's going to be more AI prompting built into pretty much uh, almost any device we can think of, right? Yeah, that's right. And and that idea of AI prompting, what you give to an AI large language model, what you, the user, type into these sort of chatbots and, and image generators, I think is only going to become more and more important as these technologies start showing up in our phones and our laptops and our cars and more. Um, so yesterday I went to this uh, sort of seminar that Microsoft was holding here in New York City, and one of the lines that they gave me early on about this AI prompting idea was really caught my attention, guys. They said, we released all this AI technology in the last year, and we never really told anyone how to use it. And that kind of gets at this idea that we're talking about, where these systems really are only as good as the prompts that they receive. Um, so their, their idea was to hold what is called a cafe copilot. So Microsoft's latest technology is called copilot. Uh, they're going to start adding buttons to their laptops in the future to summon this AI system. And you can ask it questions. You can ask it to write you a work email. You can ask it to do all these different sorts of things. But Microsoft really wants to drill down on the idea of crafting your prompt, crafting your input to this system in such a way that you get the best results. So the idea behind this was, uh, you know, they put me in front of a computer and asked me to describe to Copilot how I liked my coffee. So I said, uh, make me an oat milk latte, or what's the best way to do this? And, you know, it gave me sort of a paragraph of information about what that is and, and where it comes from and how to do that. And then the person who was kind of guiding me through this said, we can make this answer a lot better. Instead of just a block of text, we can get it to arrange this in a way that, you know, you can use to make yourself a cup of coffee. And they even had a coffee-making station with an espresso machine and a bunch of ingredients that, you know, you could conceivably go do that with. Um, so I added more context to my prompt. I said, uh, you know, uh, make me an oat milk latte, but, you know, make sure you know, there's no dairy products in there. Um, you know, make sure it's, it's really caffeinated because I'm tired and don't use any sugar. Um, and, you know, it, it, it could do that. And then, you know, I went over to the coffee-making station. I followed its instructions. And, you know, i got to say, guys, it made me a pretty nice oat milk latte. Um, but the idea here is that, you know, the more context you give these systems, the, the better you craft your prompt, the better your output is going to be. Although I will say we still do run into some problems with these AI systems. I, you know, got to a point in my conversation with this uh, co-pilot system where it just would not respond to me. It said, uh, and I'm quoting here, I'm sorry, I can't write you a step-by-step -step guide. Uh, it pointed me back to some links about coffee, and it followed it up with, uh, I hope you understand smiley face. So these things aren't perfect, sometimes even in Microsoft's own demonstration. Yeah, so as, as you mentioned, it's kind of based off of a lot of what you put into it to feed in. So when you're talking about adding that context, what is one of the big, you know, kind of key takeaways that you really, um, you know, were kind of shocked by when it came to uh, maybe ways that people aren't using these AI technologies properly? Well, I will say Microsoft gave us basically three basic uh, sort of lessons to take away from how to craft a good prompt. The first one is always include an action. What do you want out of this input, this interaction? So I wanted a, a recipe. So, you know, in my prompt, I made sure to say, hey, write me a step-by-step -step guide, even though at one point it said, 
I can't write you a step-by-step guide. Ostensibly, you should be able to put in there, hey, write me an itinerary, write me a recipe, write me a et cetera, et cetera. That's important. Uh, number two, they say set the stage, add context. Say, uh, you know, hey, I make coffee at home a lot. I don't like, uh, you know, sweeteners in my coffee. I'm lactose intolerant, et cetera, et cetera. Give the, the system a little bit more information about you or the sort of broader context of the question you're asking it. And then three, they say tailor your delivery. Um, you know, what sort of, how would you like this information presented to you? Explain this like I'm a five-year-old. Explain this, you know, in the style of a professional barista. Um, and, and all of those sorts of you know, categories can help guide you to make a, a specific prompt. I will say something that stuck out to me was this isn't a, a Google search, right? Like this isn't where you just type in a couple of loosely connected words and you're presented with a link that you know, will ostensibly give you an answer to that question. This, you're writing a sentence and you're writing, you know, in often cases, many sentences, often paragraphs. Um, so it's kind of a different proposition. It really does for me, sort of draw a line between what AI systems are good for and what web search systems are good for, because I think we often kind of put those things together. But this really drew a line between those two functions for me. They're, they're related, but they're not totally the same. Very interesting, Mike. Really appreciate that time and uh, additional context this morning. Of course. Take care.